Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansburg, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Let us pray. Father, we bless you for tonight. Thank you for a good opportunity to have fellowship with you through your word, through your spirit. Speak to us in a way that will understand. Sharpen us as shepherds in your vineyard in the name of Jesus. Release an anointing to be good shepherds in this place tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Please sit down. Psalm 23. Psalm 23. Okay, somebody left a pen here. I don't know. Oh. Okay. Uh, what a blessing. I mean, it's nice. You've left your pen in the pulpit. Yeah, it's a, it's a promotion. I mean, if you think about it, for some of us, you don't know what supernatural event must take place for your, your pen or anything of yours to be in the pulpit. So, but it will happen to you in Jesus' name. This church is about opportunities. We believe everybody can do something. Amen. Say another amen. Good. Psalm 23. The Bible says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. So the Bible immediately reveals to us the, the effect of the presence of a shepherd. Can I get an amen? amen? That there's a shepherd. And because there is a shepherd, the following things occur. All right? It says, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. Who? The shepherd. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. When you have a shepherd, you are not easily afraid. For, thou art, for the shepherd is with me, his rod and his staff will comfort me. Thou prepare, the, shepherd, the shepherd prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And he anoints my head with oil that my cup runs over. Amen. Then he says, surely, goodness and mercy. He says, because of the presence of the shepherd and what he is doing in my life, Goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the shepherd forever. Amen. 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 Say amen. amen. So this is, this is Psalm 23 for you. Do you get it? And in this particular example, God is that shepherd. Do you, are, are you coming along? You see, as I was saying, shepherd, shepherd, some of you are criticizing me in your head. That. Do you remember the example? And Daniel Harley is saying in his head, yeah. 
Yeah. You are criticizing in your head that, no, it's not shepherd. It's the Lord. It's the Lord. But here, the Bible is talking about the Lord's shepherding attributes. Do you get it? David is testifying of having God as his shepherd. And he said, because having God as my shepherd is doing these things in my life. Do you get it? Because of that, I'm very convinced of two things. Number one, I'm sure that goodness and mercy will follow me. I mean, my life will be good. My life will turn out well. My life will be good because I have a shepherd. Goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of that shepherd. That is, under his shepherding control, under his shepherding, under his feeding, under his leadership, I will dwell there forever. Now, if we are also shepherds, then our sheep must also say that, I will dwell under your shepherding forever. Amen. 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 Now, even when you are telling the sheep, go and be your own shepherd, they don't want to say, no, 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 no. I can only go and be my own shepherd when you will still be shepherding me. Do you get it? Because the experience I have had or I am having with you as my shepherd is a good experience. And I love it and I'm enjoying it. Amen. That's why we are here trying to develop our shepherding skills. And I said last week that you can either be a good shepherd or a bad shepherd. Yes, it's good to be a shepherd. So that's a plus. But if you're a shepherd, will you be a good one or a bad one? Because you can be a bad shepherd. Amen. Amen. You can be a bad shepherd. And remember, God has promised his church that I will give you shepherds after my own heart. So God has already promised the, the sheep that they will have shepherds. I will give you shepherds after my own heart. And they will feed you with knowledge and understanding. But you can be a bad shepherd. Or... Since it's Tuesday, you are all holy. It's Wednesday, and you are all holy. You, you can be either a good shepherd or a not so good. Let's, let's ameliorate gentility. Is that not so? Yeah, let's ameliorate the shepherding, shepherding this thing a little. Do you get it? Instead of saying a bad shepherd, not a good shepherd. Amen. So Jesus gave us an example in the Bible, in John chapter 10, verse 11. He introduces himself and he says, I am the good shepherd. Do you get He could have said, I am a shepherd. But he, he adds an adjective to the shepherd. He says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. So, my type of shepherding is the good kind. Amen. May God make us good shepherds. Last week, I told you the story of going to a dentist. Do you see? And then I saw that even dentists, they are good dentists and not so good dentists. Amen. Good singers and not so good singers. Do you see, I've had, by the grace of God, I've been blessed with good singers. But I've experienced not so good singers too before. Like, they have good voices, but they are not so good singers. Yes. 
they don't want to sing what will help what you are doing. They want to sing what they want to sing. Oh, yes. No, they have their voices. You know, I mean, I, I, it has never occurred to me to ask Lady Pastor Kitty to sing. Like to be a singer. It has never, I mean, all the times I've been in the church, it has never occurred to me that, oh, like I need a singer, so I should use Lady Pastor Kitty. I mean, never. Do you get it? Unless maybe I've gone to a funeral. You know when there's a funeral, that, that, that service that they do in the house. What do they call it? Lindelo. Yes, unless I've gone to Lindelo. The process say what? Ntandazo. Yeah, Lindelo. Unless I've gone for a Lindelo and I need a deep. I mean, even that one, I will look at my options in the group. But if I don't have any option, then I'll take that one like that. Because once she sings one of the songs of Zion and she hits the, they hit the pam-pam, you don't hear it. It's, it's, aha, uh-huh, it's not. Aha. Uh-huh. So once they, it, that, that, that type of singing, it's not the song or anything, but it's a rhythm. It's a, it's a rhythmic um, feel. And once the people can feel that, it's like the slaves who were being taken to the West um, on the ships. They sing. That's why when you look, listen to a lot of American preachers, they all start their song. Mm-hmm, Then it goes like that. It's a, it's a feel. They don't need voices. It's like it's a, uh-huh. and the pump pump gives that thing. But let's, if we are talking about serious singing with, I mean, a soloist, meaning, it doesn't occur to me. It doesn't even occur to, I don't even know if you can sing. I've not heard your voice before. So I'm talking about People who have the voice to sing. Do you see it? I'm coming to something. Do you get it? They have the voice to sing. Some people have a prayer voice. Do you see it? So they will sing, but you know that that singing is for prayer. Do you get it? It's for prayer. It brings it. Yesterday is for prayer. Another day. The internet is buffering. That's why. Yeah, it's for prayer. But I'm talking of those who have voices to sing. Do you see? But I'm talking, I'm describing not so good singers because I'm talking about not so good shepherds. Do you get it? It's like they have the voice, they have what it takes. But one of the cardinal things I find is that they, they have a certain idea of the singing they want to sing. Therefore, they want to sing what they want to sing. Meanwhile, I mean, look, by the grace of this church, by the grace of God, this church, we have a lot of music, and all our music have a reason. 
We have the purpose for everything we are doing. So it's not just having an eye dress and coming to sing one of Helen Bailey's songs. If we need Helen Bailey's song that time, great. But if we don't need Helen, you will sing what we need at that time. So I have two, two, two types of, two things that make me know who's a good singer. Number one, they will sing what you want. Then number two, they will sing it the way you want it. Because some will also sing what you want. But they are doing their own rendition. One day I asked somebody to sing a song. Stuck on you. I got this feeling down deep in my heart. So I found you. Lord, I'm on my way. Jesus. Deep in sin. Falling deeper and deeper into my sinful way. But I'm on my way. I have found an steady dodom staradada. So I gave somebody the song to sing. Learn. Start learning it. Almost about one month later, have you learned? I'm giving, I'll give you three things. I've given you one already. Ne? I'll give you the third one. Then, after I called the person, I said, so I'm not feeling this. So I said, what feeling is what, what feeling is there? So I took it as beginner's delusions. So I said, you cannot feel something you are not soaking. Like Pastor Merlin said in one of our denominational pastors' meetings, listen to the thing and enjoy it. Then it will become part. But until you enjoy you can't give yourself to it. And you only see the challenges and it will just discourage you. So I said, go and be soaking the song. As you soak this, me the song, even when it plays, if I feel it. <laughs> Do you get it? When they are singing, I'm just waiting for that part. Do you see it? Now, the next time he came, he said, oh, he wanted to change the words. Wanted to change the, um. I said, as soon as I told him, as soon as you change the words, the song is false. The reason, that's why we don't sing the original in the church. The original has been there since I was a child. We don't sing it in the church. It's the words because we sing it. You, you, you understand? Then it, so you have those, they want to change it. They want to, oh, I said, just sing it exactly the way it was sung. The reason why we want to sing, the reason why you like it is because of the way it was sung. If the person sang it like the way you want to sing it, we might not like it. And even you may not have liked it. Do you see? Then the third thing is, they will not learn the thing. Do not learn it. Do not learn it when you need it. So, look, you have two weeks. You will see three weeks. It's just on one line. I gave somebody a song recently to sing. It's not, re- not in the recent recent, but quite recent. It's been two months. The person doesn't know all the words. He said, the words are a lot. I said, yes, preaching. So I said, when I'm preaching, do you see how long I preach? One hour. It's all a lot. So you are preaching. So it's a lot. They won't learn the word. So as they are on the stage, they are just chewing peanuts. And then if the words fit, even the words are there, they don't know where it fits. I'm describing a not so good singer to bring your mind to a not so good shepherd. So you can have it. But you want to have a good singer. She will sing what you want. 
he, he or she will sing what you want. He or she will sing what you want the way you want it. And will learn speed. Will learn to make the time that you need the song. Do you get it? So by doing these things, it makes the person a good singer. The same way as a shepherd, by doing your assignments and duties as a shepherd, it makes you a good shepherd. Yeah. Makes you to become a good shepherd. So when you don't do the things we are highlighting, then you fall in the category. You see, you will be criticizing star-da-da-dam, guy or girl. But you are also you also qualify for the same level of criticism because you don't do what you have been you are expected to do. Do you get it? You don't do what you are expected to do. You don't do it how you are expected to do it and when you are expected to do it. How? When? No, what? How and when? Hallelujah. That's why we started looking at shepherding assignments. And we said an assignment is some, a task that is given to somebody to do. So when we say shepherding assignment, it means a task that is given to shepherds to do. A duty that is given to shepherds to do. Amen. amen. Say another amen. amen. Both of you here, you are quiet. Is there not so good? Yeah. Shepherding assignment. So last Tuesday we looked at one. We say it's the, the, the duty of the shepherd is to lead, to be gentle and tender. Is that not so? You are becoming gentle and tender. How many of you have realized that this week since I preached that you are being tender? Yeah. Even me as, as the shepherd, since I preached that message... I'm being tender. Amen. Genesis, Genesis 33, 13 and 14. And he said unto him, My Lord knoweth that the children are tender, and the flocks and heads with young are with me. If, and if men should overdrive them one day, all the flock will die. Let my Lord, I pray thee, pass over before his servant, and I will lead on softly, according as the cattle that goeth before me, and the children are able to endure until I come unto my Lord. Amen. So let's be gentle. You know, I remember when I when I finished preaching, I went to have a meeting. Somebody was trying to stir up a certain part of me into a, a something. I said, because of the message I've preached, I'm going to practice my preaching. Yeah, I even called my pastors for a meeting on Sunday. They all came prepared. They had braced themselves. Bulletproof. Every, even some were sitting behind. They were using other people as human shields. Yeah, sitting behind others so that when the bullet flies, it will hit them first. It will be, they will be the part. But when they came, they had a shock because I was practicing being gentle and tender. Amen. Yeah, let's learn. We can learn. Being tender and gentle. It's not every day that you break a glass. 
if you keep breaking glasses, eventually there will be no glass to use. Amen. Today, shepherding assignment number two, to guide and to lead. The second assignment we are looking at as shepherds is to guide and to lead. A shepherd must guide and lead, Psalm 23. You must guide and lead. It says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That's the summary. Then now he begins to tell us, verse 2. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me, verse 4, verse 3. He restored my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness. So you see the shepherd is leading, guiding and leading. Amen. As a shepherd, you must develop your leadership skills, your ability to lead. Amen. Some of us are shepherds by reason of the fact that you have been around for a long time. Or you came before that sheep. We are all in the Basson Taba. You were there before COVID and I came after COVID. So you have been put in charge. But there is no scent or smell of leadership about you. We must lead. And I think that's one of the areas that we fall, we really fall short. Like I said, we, even we're mistaking some things. Either we don't lead, so we are overly soft. You see a parent, the child is leading you. You are just soft. You can't discipline the child. You can't correct the child. And I said, when it comes to correction, we also go to the extreme by just being harsh and beating the child. Being harsh... Being harsh is not leadership. Being strong is not leadership. Like maybe you are physically strong. You are big or tall or, or robust or buff or rip. It's not leadership. You are beating the child. They've called the police. You need a leader. Like, I mean, you are beating the child. The neighbors have called the police. Because you are beyond uh, pacifying. That's not leadership. So let's not confuse being harsh. Oh, as for me, I'm very harsh. When I come, I shout that. Then you are leading. No. And then also the absence of leading, which is you are just overly soft. You are a walkover. You see, and some of us are leaders at our workplaces, leaders in our school. It's just when you come to church, then you become a soft, a softy. When you don't go to work, some people don't get paid. Yeah, if you want to know the time the people pray for you, the most the day that you are coming to put through their salaries. Because if for any reason you, 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 you say you are going on leave, or that day you are taking a sick, sick leave, you have changed people's financial destinies for that, for that week. Because what it means is that Monies are going to be delayed for X number of days. 
Do you, do you, 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 get, you are able to do that at work. You are able to enter the workplace and say, why is this place so disorganized? But when you come to church, then immediately you forget that you are supposed to be a leader. I was going to have a camp with some, some pastors, leaders, and everything. And then they went to the camp. By the time I got to the camp, they were sitting, I don't know whether they were sitting in a circle or group. Or, I said, ah, you'll be good. There's nobody here who this is your first camp. It doesn't occur to any of you that this is a camp. It needs a camp setup. It needs a camp atmosphere. Even if the, 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 the pastor is not here, we are also pastors. There are things we can start doing. Oh, they were sitting like they were in the market. With desks. Yeah, like they were in the market. Like, and when I talk, you see, <laughs> like they are at Mapushana or Mapushan. You, you understand what I'm saying? So it's like when we enter church, then we forget that we are supposed to be leaders. How many of you, how many of you can, can, it's not you, but you know somebody. You know somebody who knows somebody who also, not even that you know the person first, but like between you and the person, there are about four people. So you know somebody who knows somebody, who knows somebody, who also knows, you don't even know, you have heard. Uh-huh. Please give me a wave so that I know that. Um, the message I'm preaching is a real, uh-huh. yeah. Do, 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 do you get it? So it's important. A shepherd is a leader. You see, traditionally, they tell you that a pastor must be soft, a pushover, gentle. You see, because of the first shepherding assignment, we, we, we think that that's all. The pastor, and then the next one is to feed. So it's like he's just... A soft pushover, and anything you tell him, he says yes. This a, a pastor is like a grandfather. Anything you tell him, he says yes. Yeah. Yeah, I say yes. Do you get it? If you see the children, that's how they know me. Everything I say, yes. Every time they come, their mother said they shouldn't eat chocolate. If they come to me in the office, give them chocolate. I said, when you go, don't tell your mother I gave you chocolate. Eat everything here before you go. Then they'll take the wrapper home. It go and betray all of us. Sometimes, sometimes I should do, I don't understand them. Yeah. So sometimes you have to explain to the parents that this one is not sugar. It's this. It's that. It's that. I have to come up with all kinds of explanations that this one yeah. Yes. It's sugar free. Yeah, low GI. <laughs> but it, it, it's like that's how they know me. I'm like, one day we were talking about their children because the parents were coming up with rules and laws against their children. Yeah, against their children. So when I fought for their children, one of my pastors said, Bishop, you have become a grandfather. <laughs> You have become a grandfather because, like, uh, no matter what we say, you are on the side of the children. Aha. So we bring that thing into our shepherding where it's like we are just softies, not ready to do the hard thing, to take the hard decisions, to lead the way. Anything that happens in your, uh, uh, in your place, wherever you are the center leader of, wherever you are the pastor of, it depends on you. It depends on you as the leader. Everything rises and falls with leadership. Amen. As the leader. I mean, you 
be there, your child is there. She won't study at school, he won't study at school, and then you are also sitting there, you are blaming the child. No, you are the problem. You, the parent, the leader, you are the problem. You know, recently, I asked my son to make pancake mix. Like, make the pancake that so that the next thing is to fry it. Then he asked me a question. Today, I didn't say anything. So when his mother came, I told the mother, I'm waiting for the day he also asked me for something. When he asked me, I also asked him, today? Yeah, you will learn. Don't worry. <laughs> no, no, no. Today? Yeah, he asked me. He asked me. Today? I said, ah, when? Next week. So no problem. I just, I said, oh, cool, no problem. So I'm waiting for the day that he also needs something urgently. When he tells him that, the, and I always know in advance, <laughs> by the way, they call me. Once they call me in that particular way, it's a request. So it, it's, there's enough time to try to remember. Then I also ask, today? <laughs> this child is sitting at home, lazy, is not doing anything. And then you're also buying him clothes, shoes. He has vans. He has, um, what are the, the things? Night force, air force, um, this, that, this, that. I mean, why should I be sponsoring a buffoon? I won't. No. He's going to cry. Who? You and the child, who should cry? No, who should cry? He should be failing and you will be crying. No, let him cry and see that the crying is because of his own duties. Yeah, or non-performance. Yeah. Amen. So I'm saying that everything is you as the leader. Four things you must lead them as before I even talk about leadership. Because the time really, when you come here, by the time you open your eye, the time is gone somewhere. A shepherd must lead the sheep by still waters. Psalm 23, verse 2, it says, He maketh me to lie down. You must be able to make your sheep lie down. Some of you, your sheep are standing. You should be able to make them lie down, which is relax, settle. He says, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. As the shepherd, one of your assignments when it comes to guiding and leadership is to lead your sheep to a place of still waters. Still waters refer to the, a calm atmosphere. Things are still. The fidgeting has stopped. The quarrels have stopped. The arguments have stopped. Like the place is peaceful and calm. Sheep don't like troubled waters. Because when the waters are troubled, it means there's something under the water. There could be a snake in the water. There could be a crocodile in the water. There could be something in the water. So because of that, maybe there's a hippo under the water. So when they are coming, the waters are moving. Because whatever is under the water will breathe. 
And when they breathe, the water will move. So when it moves, something is there. Something is there. So they want a peaceful atmosphere. You must bring them there. Some of the sheep are in chaotic situations. Chaotic situations. That's why they can't serve God. That's why they can't serve God. Young girl, 18-year-old girl, is in a very confusing relationship. Even a triangle. Not even a relationship, a triangle. What do I mean by a triangle? She's in love with a boy who's in love with another girl. Or she's in love with two people. She doesn't know which way to take her heart. Yeah, young girl. Young girl. Some of them are in, 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 in complex situations. So they can't serve God. They can't relax. Why do you think you can't find them? You find them, you've, you find them by Friday, you find them Saturday, they have disappeared. When you go, they say they've gone to Deban. He doesn't have money to travel from um, in Bali to, ch- to church, but has money to go to Deban. Gone to Deban. Or it's gone to, uh, 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 where else are the places that people, in Pumalanga. Look, one day, one day. I was preaching here on a Tuesday like I'm preaching tonight on this Wednesday. Do you get it? Then... I had done a prayer arrangement with somebody in the church. We had discussed something earlier on. But Tuesday, when I finished preaching and I left, I just, in fact, no, I finished and I went home. But at dawn, when I woke up, I said, oh, we needed to go and see something. So I said, I'm free this morning, so I will come this morning, 8 a.m., for us to go and see the thing. I mean, we left here around 11. 11. Do you know 11. Yeah. When I when I when I, I send the person a message that so I send the message at dawn so that the person wake up to the message early in the morning. I think I even called Pastor Lunganda. Let's go and do this, that, that, that. So early in the first thing in the morning, let's get it by eight o'clock. Let's get it out of the around seven o'clock. The person sent me a message. I'm in Impumalanga. You see where Temba is sitting? That's where the person was sitting. And this is where I was standing. Just already in Pumalanga. I couldn't believe it. Either in Pumalanga or... He said it's in Pumalanga. Yeah. Or at that time, I had a shock that you had. So all of you, those who said she flew, she teleported, you, you don't believe it. Yes, that you will get to my stage. I was at your stage at the time. That, oh, maybe she doesn't want me to come. So she's coming up with a story. But I found out later on that from when you close church and we share the grace, people have a full life after that. A full life. Do you get like when they step out of the church and Pastor see goes to drop them. As soon as he drops them at their gate, another life begins. Full life. So it's like from here, a new life began. And that life is either headed to Mpumalanga or is in Mpumalanga. 
Yeah. I'm telling you, riding a golden horse to Mpumalanga. Look, I watched over the years, this person couldn't serve God. And I, as I followed, I even discovered more entanglements. The waters are not still. Yeah. Many of you looking, for, looking at me are shepherding people with this type of... The waters are not still. So they struggle. You see, what is the effect of it? The effect of it is that the sheep will continuously struggle with serving God. That's it. Hence, struggle under you. Some of them, it's an academic mess. If it's entangled, it's like a mess. Scattered, there was an explosion. Somebody was explaining the academic situation to us this a few days ago. When the person finished talking, when the person talked, when the LP Joel didn't understand. So I decided, let me explain to LP Joel what the person is. So I explained that the person is like the person is building a house, but they are a double story, but they are building upstairs before they build downstairs. That's, 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 that's the only way I can explain what the person, because you are as confused as I am. Even though the way you are confused, that's how they were all confused. So I, I, I agree with their confusion, but to put this in perspective, I explained to help you do that. So the, the, what the person is saying is that they, they have the foundation, but instead of building the ground floor, they are building the upstairs first. I don't even know what is holding the upstairs. I mean, this is what we call extreme engineering. Yeah. So some of them are in a mess. The person is in third year doing second year models and (laughs) second semester, second semester models in the first semester. Yeah. It's, it's comp- even the university doesn't understand. Like, the university doesn't know where to put you. <laughs> when they take a list of first-year students, your name appears. Second-year students, your name appears. Third-year students, your name appears. They don't know what to do with you. When they go for a lecturer's meeting, and they are describing that, I have a student who I'm having maybe this challenge with. Then a second year lecturer will say, I also have a student with a similar issue. Then the first year, ah, it looks like it's very common in the school. Then when they dig up the name, it's the same person. <laughs> I mean, it's like you have all these lecturers. <laughs> Look, when I was in university, there are some lecturers you will never know them until you are in final year. Even when other people are talking about it, you are wondering, which lecturer is this? Until you get to find out, you never meet them anywhere. You never meet them anywhere. And they used to describe a certain Indian lecturer. I never met you until final year. They used to say, when he comes, he talks to only the board. The school has provided a microphone. He won't use it. 
he's just talking and then he's just draw, he'll just be drawing, drawing, drawing. So when you go to his lecture, you have to sit in the first row or else you hear nothing. I didn't know who they were talking about until final year. When I step in the lecture, I saw him, I said, ah, this is, this is, <laughs> that is Amita Bajan. <laughs> But you, you know all the lecturers, and they all know you. <laughs> they all know you. Like any lecture you enter, they say, be the class, be the class rep, because you have been in the school for a long time. You know everything. <laughs> so some of us are shepherding people like it's our responsibility to guide them and to lead them out of this mess. You may be laughing at the mess because it's messy, but you have to guide them out. Guide is your duty to guide them out. I meet so many, even high school people. Nobody guides them when they are choosing their courses. You see somebody who's going to go into the sciences and he's doing life science. He's doing mass latest, even another complex case. He's doing life science. Physics, physical sciences, not physics. Then he's doing accounting. And you are wondering, why? Why is this so? Because you see, in every field, they are the big boys of the field. Every field. When you go to the sciences, you have math core. Is that what they call it? Yeah, math core. You have life science. It's also another big boy. Doesn't joke. Apart from the difficult, even if it's easy for you, it's time consuming. Do you, do you get it? Maybe you, you do well at chemistry, but it will take a lot of your time to remember all the things. My son was explaining some chemical reactions to me. So when you add this, then it changes. When you add this, I say, that's life. Anything you add changes. <laughs> yes, let's go for it. But I was listening to the complications. Do you see? So these are the big boys on this side. When you come to the outside, look, accounting is a big boy. It doesn't joke. It will disgrace you right now. I'm telling you. Sumo accounting pastor Spa did. Yeah. It's not easy. Ask him. Ask him and see. also a big boy. So, now you are going to go, you are sure you are going to go into the sciences. But you need to do some courses to, and so you take this type of history, the small boy courses, to boost up geography, history, to boost up your grades. You are going to take accounting. So, so another big boy in that area. It doesn't joke. You see, but nobody will guide them. Then economics, that's also another guy all together. And why don't you do business management, commerce, business studies? Those ones, as soon as you read, tourism. Look, what you are reading is what it is. It can't change. They are, they are not trying to hide anything from you. You don't have to deduce anything. You don't have to decipher anything. What, 
you just have to you just have to remember where, where, where was where was Shaka where was Mandela captured you just have to remember you don't need to think you just have to remember that's all he ran out of fuel on R103 and he was arrested. You write it. But you want to go and do something that, you see, reading is not enough. You have to read it, understand it, remember it, and then apply it. Yeah, remember, the, remember it and apply And when they are asking you the question, they won't ask you what is in the book. They will ask you something that you have to bring from somewhere to what is in the book. Yeah. That's what they will ask you. How does a tadpole become the processes? So then, so then you go, what, which one becomes the butterfly? Caterpillar. Uh-huh. Caterpillar. Then, so you go to life cycle, draw. Then immediately, one small question, you have started to draw. And you want to combine each of them is a major thing. Each of them is a major thing. And nobody will guide them. So you see the child is... I know a girl. Up to today, that thing breaks my heart. The girl, she did pharmacy assistant course. But I, I believe the girl could have done pharmacy. The only thing is accounting. And when I said it, her, her sister came to insult me. Yeah, her big sister came to shout at me as a pastor in the church. What am I doing? Do I know this? Do I know that? As though I've not gone to school before. Yeah. So at the end, you see her grades were average. Meanwhile, if she had done what I was saying, history, she would have hit a big mark in history. And then she would have had more time to concentrate on her sciences. So that instead of going, qualifying and getting 26 points, 27 points, th- those things, 28 points, should have gotten like 34, 35, and then gotten into pharmacy. It, it pains me up to today. Why does it pain? Because I see her doing well in church, in life, everything, today as we speak. So I, I could see, she, if she just go, they, they had allowed the guidance that I was giving. Look, your ship need guidance from you. Amen. Sitting at home, taking gap years, unnecessary gap years, and having babies before their time. Look, everybody who has a baby is a result. In fact, not everybody. Check a lot of them, you will see it's a gap year expedition. It's a gap year exploration and expedition. We have a miracle. Can I get an amen? Amen. So all these people, we as their shepherds are failing them. Like like I'm saying, instead of blaming them, 
You see, if like this girl I'm talking about, I don't blame myself anymore. It just hurts me because I gave the guidance. It was just fought against. And she understood clearly what I was saying. It was just fought against. Fought against. But the ones that you did not give the guidance, it's your fault as the shepherd. Rise up and guide them. Number two, the shepherd is supposed to lead the sheep to green pastures. That's number two. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Lead the sheep to do well. Let them do well in their lives. Let them do well spiritually. Let them do well emotionally. Let them be in green, a, prosper, a sitting of prosperity. Let them do well. Guide them to do well. If they are in a relationship, guide them to do well. What is the aim of a relationship? To marry. So guide them towards marriage. Can I get an amen? I'm preaching a very nice message. I feel very bad. Guide them to marry. Don't keep them in their fornications. You are advising them to use condoms. What a shepherd. Are you a politician or you are a shepherd? Put on a shin guard. Are you a politician or you are a shepherd? Guide them out of sin. Amen. Amen. Some of the people, the way to get them out of sin is to help them to marry. Yeah, guide them to marry. Amen. Amen. I don't want to talk about it because it's personal. You will not have sheep. You wait till he has impregnated two of them. You see, you don't have sheep anymore. Or impregnated her twice. Yeah. Guide them. Guide them. Guide them to a good place. Guide them to go to school. Guide them to look for a job. Some of them are sitting at home. They said there is no job. But they are not looking for jobs. They don't want to work. They don't want to work. They say there are no jobs. They don't want to work. Hello. They do not want to work. They want to sit at home and just grow fat. Some are in the university, they don't want to study. They are just walking. Anytime you go to checkers, you see them. <laughs> you go to Scottsville Shepherd, um, checkers, you see them. I said Scottsville Shepherd. 
Then you go to Woodbed, you see them. The same day. <laughs> Meanwhile, is there is checkers here, checkers there. They are doing market research. They don't want to. St- Some of you have not, not even asked the, 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 your sheep that let me see your, your results. Yeah. Let me see your results. Sometimes when you look at the results, you see, stats don't lie. When you look at the results, it tells you everything. I've been studying. I've been studying so much. I study all the time. When you see the results. <laughs> and you don't want to say, bring your, bring your. Even some of you parents, when I ask for the result, then you are playing games with me. What you can do when I want to help you to do it, then you are playing games with me. When you see me, then you, you, you use, you use ostrich, ostrich technology. Ostrich, os, do you know ostrich technology? An ostrich, please give us one ostrich. An ostrich is a bird, big bird, which has a tall neck. And then when he sees people coming, he doesn't want the people to see him. Then it will bury the head in the ground. And his philosophy is that once it can't see you, you can't see. Mm. So when you see me, uh-huh. that's it. There you are. Whom there it is. So this, this guy believes with all his heart that none of us can see it. This guy. I mean, you won't sit down with them and talk to them about their marriage. Meanwhile, she's wrecking her marriage with her ill-natured behavior. Young lady you have married, you have become an old lady in the house. Who told you that when we marry, we don't see nice things anymore? In fact, when we marry, then we understand, so we see nice things even more. Because... (laughs) Let me, let, me, let, me, let me explain something to you. Bible says where there is no law, there is no sin. Do you get it? So the law, the sin is highlighted when the law comes. So when you have not married, oh, you have options. So your mind doesn't go. When you marry means I'm locked here. Do you get it? So now all the other things become present and alive. It's like somebody highlights all the beautiful girls, somebody highlights them. It's like they used to be in darkness, then now they shine a light. The people in darkness have seen a great light. It's like when you buy a type of car, or you see a car that you want to buy, immediately you start seeing that car everywhere. Hey, before I bought my car, this car that I'm using now, I'd never seen one before. 
never in this, in this life, since Mandela came out of prison, I've never seen one before. But since I bought it, I see it everywhere. When I pass here, there's the, even the color. Sometimes I can be driving, then I see me driving, going to the other direction. I say, hey, why am I going that way? Yeah. Yeah, I can tell my wife, you see, I'm going that way. Yeah. So now that you have married, make yourself nice. Polish up. Let your husband be able to say, oh, that's my lovely wife. When he goes outside and all the people confuse him outside, when he gets home, he should see some loveless, oh, ah, thank God. But he comes to meet his mother in the house. As though, as though that is not enough. I mean, you are wearing a torn t-shirt. A ton, the t-shirt is torn. ANC t-shirt said this one is the first one. Zuma's time that I can't lose it. When he comes home, you say you are feeling cold. So you have worn a onesie. A onesie. You've worn a onesie and you have put it, you put the you have worn a, a, a box bunny, box bunny onesie. You've covered your head and the ears are long. What, what, what is the thing that box bunny says? No, box bunny has what's up, dog? Yeah. What's up, dog? That's Bugs Bunny. What? That's all, folks. What's up, dog? That's, that's Bugs Bunny. You are wearing that onesie with the earpiece. And then you are wearing winter boots. Like, in addition to it, gum boots. Or you are wearing the, um, whatever they call it. You are the shepherd. You have to call. You have to call the sheep and talk to the sheep. That look, you are destroying your marriage with this. Your look, like when I when I when I came to be the new pastor here, which I I still am, the new pastor. What when I entered, I saw ah, all the ladies, even teenagers, they are all wearing dukes. On a Sunday. So I started to think. I said, hey. If I don't act quickly. By the time I come. My wife would have also started wearing dukes. And me, I can't take it. So because I can't take it. I have to start fighting the influences. Yeah. Even Yvonne, you had also started to fit in. Yes. Yes. That, that's how it starts. How do you think it starts? <laughs> how did she think it starts? How do you think it starts? 
I drip. Okay, Zulu drip. I think one of these days, Heritage Day, we should do Zulu drip. And... So I had to say, no, 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 no. The husbands, they go around, they are seeing these UKZ10 girls moving all over the place. And you have covered all your beauty, everything. And you are wearing a long coat like Inspector Kester. I mean, like a detective. You are wearing it as... Like the Highlander, <laughs> Duncan, <laughs> Duncan McLeod. <laughs> yeah. Talk to her. Talk to him. He's not behaving well as a husband. Talk to him. I'm always on the husbands. Be nice. Be nice. Marriage is like a ping pong. You hit the ball there, they hit the ball here. That's how power moves. Power will move here, then power will move there. Power will move here, power will move there. When the power is on your side, be gentle, be nice. Uh huh, that's. Be nice. Now that you have the power, whether it's the financial power, physical power, Emotional power, spiritual power, health power. Every, you need one another. Build each other up. Be nice. So when power changes hands, oh, she knows you were nice to her. she also be nice to you. So I always advise, go and watch this. Even if you don't want to read the Bible, go and watch this, this movie. Diary of a Mad Black Woman. You understand life. But if you don't address it, that's how they were brought up. Maybe all the marriage examples um, he has seen, the man beats the woman as a sign of love. Yeah. Yeah. Physical love. Mm. Number three, I want to close. My time is up. Number three. A shepherd must guide his sheep through wilderness situations. Psalm 78, verse 52 to 53. But made his own people go forth like sheep and guided them in the wilderness like a flock. He led them safely so that they feared not. But the sea overwhelmed their enemies. And he brought them to the border of his sanctuary, even to his mountain, which is right, which is which his right hand had purchased. Sometimes sheep go through dark situations, terrible situations, terrible cases, unbearable situations. It's your job as the shepherd to lead them out of that dark age and that dark time. And finally. A shepherd must lead the sheep as a flock. Lead them as a flock. Or he must lead his people as a flock. Psalm 77 verse 20. Thou leadest thy people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. To lead people like a flock speaks of learning the principles of leading large numbers of people with diverse opinions, backgrounds, and beliefs. 
the art of shepherding is the art of leading people in spite of opposition from independent sheep, opinion leaders, and rebellious people. It is also the art of leading people who are so many that they cannot talk to each other, each one personally. Hallelujah. Remember, you are leading them. They are in a group. Different opinions, different things. This person says this. This person says, let's go on an outreach. No, let's go and pray. Oh, let's go and rest. Let different opinions. Some of the people are independent. They are used to doing whatever they want to do. Some of them also are rebellious, which means they are against. They are forward. They don't flow towards you. That's toward. They flow away from you and from your leadership. Do you get some of them are okay, but you have to lead everybody. That's why we must develop our leadership skills. This book is full of leadership skills to help us. I'm recommending this book to all of us. Everybody take this book. Let's start reading it one chapter a day. One chapter. Take one principle. The chapters are not long. Take one principle. Let's read it. To sharpen our leadership skills. Yeah. Different. Even even by looking at the content, the table of contents, even brings your mind to what leadership, leadership things that you must do or we must do. If you look at it, it says, everything depends on the leader. Chapter 1. If the sheep will do well, it depends on you, the leader. You, the shepherd. It says, decide to be one of the few good leaders. A leader is a shepherd. A shepherd is a leader. In 40 English, yesterday I was going through these 40 English words that describe leadership. Just from the dictionary, a leader is this, of various fields, what a leader is referred to. You will see it. It says, types of leaderships you must avoid. How to lead, it says what? How leadership is discussed in the Bible. Types of leadership you must avoid. Leadership of a child, leadership of a woman. <laughs> Become a master of strategic steps. Steps refer to how things are done. So, as we go through this book, chapter by chapter, chapter by chapter, we would sharpen our leadership abilities because God could, should have just called us leaders, even instead of using the word shepherd, because the main job. Is to lead. The main assignment is to lead. Can I get an amen from you? It's to lead. So I pray. Take this an assignment I'm giving. Let's take this book one chapter at a time. You see, the leadership books, there are a lot. There's this one, there's the good general. Yeah, that, their brother is there. They all deal with leadership. Leadership, maybe this one is a more advanced type of leadership. Yeah, this one is like warfare strategies. How a leader learns to fight and keep the system calm. 
Then this one is just raw leadership, strategies of leadership. They are all here. So many of them, one by one by, from now to the end. When we start reading, I will finish at the end of the year. One by one by. But even if 10 of the skills here are added to your skill set, oh, something will change. I said something will change. A shepherd must have a particular set of skills. Leadership is one of them. Yeah. I don't know who you are. And I don't know what you want. But if you, if you bring back my daughter, I will not look for you. I will not find you. Is that not so? Then he says what? I have a particular set of skills which I've acquired over a long period of time. A set of skills that make me dangerous to people like you. A nightmare to people like you. If you bring back my daughter, I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if not, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Good luck. Good luck. It takes special skills to find somebody that you don't know. In a, you don't know where the person is. You don't know anything. All is in another country. The only thing you know about the person is that the person said, good luck. So you have to use that good luck to find the person. It takes a special skill to find that person. Yeah. You are developing leadership skills to lead your people out of the wilderness, lead them to green pasture, lead them beside still waters, and lead them like a flock. Stand to your feet. Let's say a word of prayer as we close. Please, if you have not watched the movie Taken, it's a shepherd's movie. I mean, you have not called, you have, you have read uh, what it means to be a shepherd, but you have not watched Taken. It's not complete. Your training is not, because you not understand a lot of the, the preaching. Do you see it? Yeah. So go and watch it so that you can understand it. Lift your hands, let us pray. Pray that God will make you a good, a good leader, a good leader, a good leader. A good leader, 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 that you will lead your people and guide them. Make me a good leader, oh God. Guide them to still waters, into green pastures. You will lead them out of the wilderness, out of confusing situations, out of problematic phases of their lives. You guide them out. And you develop the skills to lead people as a group in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Help us, O oh God. Help us, dear Lord. Help us. Help us, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the opportunity to be shepherds. Sharpen our leadership skills, Lord, to perform this second assignment of guiding the sheep and leading the sheep. We thank you, Lord, for the grace that is being released right. Lift up your hands and receive a grace right now, a grace to guide and to lead. 
to guide and to lead, to guide and to lead, to guide and to lead, to guide and to lead in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for this grace that is coming upon everyone that is here and everyone that is watching. Lord, We thank you. Make us good shepherds. Make us good leaders in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus. Jesus. I thank you for today. I thank you for today. I come to you. I come to you. Just as I am. Just as I am. I confess, I confess that, I'm a that I'm a sinner. I believe in you. I believe in you. That you died for me. And you rose again. I confess that you are the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Madsburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.